0: Welcome back to The Brandon White Show, where we have conversations worth listening to give you an edge to win in your business and your life. I'm your host, Brandon White. Here we go.
1: Welcome back to The Edge Podcast, giving you the edge to win in business and in life. Here's your host, Brandon White.
0: Hey, Matt. What's happening today, man?
1: Hey, Brandon. How's it going?
0: Well, it's going well. I know you're in Hawaii and I can even ask you how it's going there because I already know it's paradise. It is, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's paradise.
0: <laughs> right. So today we're going to talk about SEP IRA versus the 401k. And I've asked you a hundred times what it is. You've answered. Now we're going to record it for myself so I can replay it and for listeners. So, can you explain the difference between a SEP IRA and a 401k?
1: Yeah, and, and more specifically, the SEP versus the solo um, 401k is really kind of what I'm going to talk about today. The SEP IRA is probably the most commonly used 401k, or, excuse me, commonly used uh, retirement plan for solo entrepreneurs or solo business owners where you don't have employees. Um, and that's because it's it's very easy. To implement, um, you don't need an administrator like us to implement one of these things. Um, the four—if if it has IRA at the end of the retirement plan name, SEP IRA, SIMPLE IRA—you do not need administration. Uh, if it has 401K at the end of it, like Safe Harbor 401K, Traditional 401K, Solo 401K, you do need administration for it. Um, Solos are pretty simple to uh, or easy to administer, um, where it's it's worth it. It's worth the extra little cost to do that. But the SEP is, I, it seems like it is the most touted retirement plan from CPAs, just because it's easy to understand. It's easy to calculate. Um, but there are some drastic limitations when you compare it to the solo 401k. Let's assume your company is an S-corp, right? So you're paying yourself that salary that the IRS wants you to pay is, if you're filing as an S-corp. Everything, when you do that, everything is... All the calculations are based on what you're paying yourself. So let's just assume you're paying yourself $100,000 just to keep it simple. Okay, What you're allowed to contribute is up to 25% of your salary into the SEP IRA. So that's $25,000. But the max is actually $61,000 on a SEP. So to do that math, I think, I, I think it was about $244,000 is what you have to pay yourself as a salary on an S-Corp to, in order to max out that much which is a lot of money to pay yourself that's the whole concept of doing the s corp right it's to limit your self employment tax now let's say you're not an s corp let's say you're just a single member llc you're you schedule c you're filing a schedule c when you file your taxes every year it's about it's 20% is the easiest way to calculate that it's 20% of whatever your your income is coming in that is how much you can put into the sep um, again, same calculations. I think so. We're looking at even even more is what you'd have to bring in as an LLC to hit that sixty-one thousand dollars match. Now, I mentioned a few downsides. One, there is no Roth option in a SEP. It's purely after-tax contribution as an employer. Or as their employer contributions, and they're all always after-tax. All employer contributions are after-tax. That means the match on a 401k, the pension plan, or the um, the profit-sharing plan. Uh, cash balance plans; these are all forms of employer contributions, which are always after tax. So there's no Roth, and there's no catch-up. So if you're over fifty in a four hundred one k, that's sixty five hundred dollars extra you can put towards your four hundred one k. That does not that is not allowed in the subpart rate. Okay, so let's kind of dig over into the the four hundred one k or solo four hundred one k, and really they're all calculated basically the same way. So let's talk about this S corp, you know, hundred thousand dollars that you're paying yourself. So 401ks always have an employer, an employee contribution. So you yourself as an employee of your own company are allowed to contribute towards your 401k through payroll. That's that $20,500 that we all know and love. So that comes out. There is a Roth option for that. And then you can then do employer contributions, which are technically considered a profit sharing plan on top of that, which is an additional 25% of what you're paying yourself. So then we just transform by switching over from a SEP IRA to a solo 401k that $25,000 as an employer of your own company but then you're going to add an additional 20,500 as an employee of your own company. So that same salary you're paying yourself, you're almost doubling the contribution limit.
0: Yeah, that's and there are some fees, but the math on the numbers that you've just mentioned that I've run them, they work. It's, you know, there, there's administrative fees and all this stuff and whatever, but net net you're getting to, you're taking that money off of your profit, reducing your net profit, which is reducing your tax consequence. So you're basically socking this money away tax free. And for those who just are joining on this episode and haven't listened to previous ones on the 401k pro uh, series that we do, you will have to pay taxes when you take the money out of the 401k, but you're effectively betting that you're going to be in a lower tax bracket than you currently are when you're saving the money.
1: Yep. Yep. That's the concept. You know, you, you have your your business and hopefully you're growing a business that is sellable into the future. And that's all after, that'll be all after tax, you know, money. And then you have a portion of your income and you're taking out in increments in retirement. So you have this balance act of pre-tax and after-tax dollars. So you can get your, your, uh, your tax bill down every year in retirement. And that's the whole point. You're saving taxes to be able to reinvest in your business in the current year and hopefully be able to build a more profitable business to sell down the road.
0: And all that money in the 401k is growing tax deferred or tax free yeah. for the moment, meaning any dividends that it throws off you're not taxed on that year in the 401k program.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and then on the Roth portion, so that that twenty thousand five hundred can be all or some in the as Roth, which goes in after tax. Right, you've already paid your your taxes for that year, but all the growth is technically growing as tax deferred, but then will be tax free as long as you wait until you're 59 and a half or or five years is basically the rule. So as long as you follow the rules in the Roth, you'll have this completely tax-free bucket of money um, in retirement, which helps with that balance that I was mentioning earlier.
0: Yeah. I mean, this makes sense in definitely your twenties, your thirties, your forties, even fifties. If you don't think you're going to retire until you're 70, Mm I mean, the math, just simple math, simple math. If we, Bet, bet on the averages mm-hmm. that you know it's going to net network out. Is there anything else on the 401k that we should mention?
1: Yeah. So real just real quick, if you add employees, let's say you're a solo, uh, solo entrepreneur, you have no employees, or you have 1099 employees, or you have part-time employees, and there's a rule in there too that I won't dig into today. But let's say you start hiring people in, the SEP is you can technically keep that. As uh, as an employer with employees, the problem is whatever you give yourself, so that twenty five percent, you have to give to them, and they cannot contribute at all. It's just here. Here's your here's the money. There's no there's no match. There's no vesting schedule. It's here. This is your uh, basically. It's like a, a profit sharing plan with no vesting schedule. You just give it to them um, as the four hundred and one k side of it. The 401k plan is technically just stays the same. You're just re-identifying it as from solo to maybe safe harbor or traditional, and then you're implementing a, a different match, and then you can create vesting schedules and things like that. So, um, And you can different eligibility requirements and things like that. So it's a little bit more versatile. Um, you have more latitude on what you can and can't do and what you can offer to your employees. So it's just another step in, that, in the right direction for the growth of a, of a business.
0: Well, there you have it. Sounds to me. You got to run your own numbers, but the 401k plan in general, especially if you're making multiple six figures or multiple six figures, makes real sense long term. Yep. For listeners, we have a link in the show notes. You can get a hold of Matt and he'll run your numbers for nothing. And you can see if it makes the most sense for you. Hmm. I will say, if you listen to previous episodes, I've done multiple versions of all these things that matt's talking about and there's nuances with everybody's business there's not one size fits all so you want to make sure that you get a professional who can give you advice matt thanks a lot man
1: thanks brandon talk soon
0: bye everyone